Welcome to Buddhas of Passion. This is our third episode, which is titled Shut Up and Show Up. And I am personally very excited about this topic because it's just come up today morning based on some conversations we've been having in the last days. And the origin of this topic was based on the ideas of boundaries and structures um, and setting standards and quality and you know living this high quality life, living a passionate life that's and the way to get to passion is embodying the energy and the frequency that you want to live in. So why is it called shut up? Why do we start with shut up? Is that a lot of things we were noticing was that you know when we are talking a lot, it dilutes the energy, it dilutes the potency, the frequency. And what ends up happening is that it remains at the verbal and mental level. Whereas showing up, what we are the way we are terming uh, showing up or defining showing up is that it's about embodying what you want to show up in your reality. So if you want people to meet you at a certain level, instead of defining a boundary on the surface level and telling them how to show up, which is kind of like a very controlling thing to do, you know, like, uh, and it is often met with resistance. The, the more effortless, easy way to do it is that you yourself enter into that energy, that frequency where you are setting the standard from an energetic level, that this is who I am and this is how you interact with me. When you are in that energy, people already feel it. They feel what the boundary is. Instead of you having to say it, they already know that this is how this person uh, is to be interacted with, communicated with. And the way to maintain that also is that you stop responding to the frequencies and the energies that you don't want in your life. So the best way to set a boundary is just not to react to anything that doesn't meet you where you are at. Again, it's also about flipping the direction of the energy is where people are meeting you where you are instead of you going and telling them where to meet you. It's like you are already defining this is my address, this is my frequency, this is where you meet. And so that's why it's like less talk, more action, more embodiment, more. And that's where the passion comes from. It's like the energy starts becoming very high when you are when you create that closed container for yourself. So what are your thoughts? The first idea that came to me listening to you speak is um, the archetypes of queen and king, because queens and kings don't speak that much. All they do is just they embody their frequency of being queens and kings. All they do is they just are in that authority of that high standard of that luxury of whatever it is that contains being a queen or a king and whenever they need to speak they do but they don't overdo it so when we were discussing this earlier this morning about the queen and king and uh shutting up and showing up what we realized is that so often we either talk too much or do too much or we distract ourselves there's something going on where we don't really feel whatever it is that we need to feel in order to be a match to our desires to our deepest 
secret desires, to our wishes, to our incredible visions. So the idea behind is really to stop distracting yourself and stop going all over the place, leaking your energy, but instead really being in the energy of the queen or king, being in the energy of whatever it is that you are manifesting, whatever it is that you are creating, being in the energy of creation, being in the energy of, when it comes to spirituality, being in the energy of joy, being in the energy of peace, being in the energy of alignment, being in the energy of um, love. That is something that so many people know exactly what to say. They say all the right words, but they don't really exude the energy of being that. And that is what we both actually noticed a lot in the personal development stage as well in the in the industry and and so many people are talking about all the right things they say all the right things they read all the right books but when it comes to really being those people when it comes to living that on a daily basis not just here and there not just occasionally not just because they did that meditation or they did exercise they they did all the right things in order to set the tone for the day, but because they live it all the time, 24-7. It's not just occasional. It's not something that just somehow happens, but they are queens and kings on a daily basis, whatever they do. Whether that means they're washing dishes or it's cooking a meal or it's telling their employees what they want to get done whatever it is they are in the frequency that has high standards and it's also there's a lot of clarity like that is a, a key point is that when you're in the frequency you you know there is this deep understanding knowing and clarity because you're already in that reality whereas if you're looking at that reality from the outside you know if you're reading about it or whatever it's like you're understanding mentally but there is not that inner knowing of how things work so someone who is just explaining something mentally and is not there yet, you can feel there is this emptiness somehow in the voice. And that, you know, detecting that starts happening when you yourself have worked on embodiment. So a lot of people may not even realize that. And then, you know, you start following this these empty teachings and it becomes kind of like this loop or cycle where it's, you just keep chasing or seeking or consuming more and you don't reach that completeness. You don't reach that thing that you're actually desiring. So you want something, you may have some passion for it, but you never get to it because why? Because the, the teachings are not coming from that place of embodiment. Whereas when the teaching is coming from that embodiment, it's taking you to completeness because that person is already there. So it's like, this is the address. This is how you get here. You know, it's like maps. You have clear direction of how to get here. Instead of someone telling you how to get there, it's someone telling you how to get here. I am here. This is how you get here. And it's not about becoming a copy of that person. So it's not about the external. It's the energetic. So you still go your own path. You still have your own uniqueness. It's not copying what other people are doing, which is also a lot of what happens when you're listening, consuming, or, you know, like just in the talk energy. But when you're embodying, it will automatically become you. 
it will automatically merge with your uniqueness and it will have that authentic flavor you know like uh, th that's what real teachings do is that they bring you what you want or into that isness with your authenticity not by copying the steps that someone else has taken another thing to keep in mind is who you surround yourself with whether you feel like you're the one speaking the most in the group um or maybe you feel like it's just not the right frequency and you have outgrown the people that you're hanging out with or you're working with and finding the right people who resonate with you more and there's something that we listened in one of the audio books uh, on Fameless Millionaire, I think it was. And they spoke about the fact that you need to learn from the ones who embody what it is that you want. Instead of learning from the ones who are talking a lot. Or who, who just have what you want. Who have what you want on a very 3D level when it comes to the material stuff. But they don't really live the way you would like to live so maybe they have all the abundance and material possessions that you envision in your life but the way they have achieved that was through struggle or through force or maybe they didn't really live a passionate life and it was just a job or, or it was just a business but in fact you want to live a passionate life and you want to create something extraordinary and because you want to, to live that way and you want to create wealth that way, you want to learn from those people who have done exactly that. So beware of who you're learning from and who you surround yourself with, because otherwise you basically become those people. So you need to become very sensitive to your environment and ultimately, you will become sensitive to your environment and you will start really noticing which frequencies no longer resonate with you. Who are the people who are talking too much and not doing enough? Or who are the, the people who are maybe talking too much and, and fantasizing too much, but not really embodying what it is that they're talking about? So over time, as you go on this path and, and keep on learning about yourself and dig deeper within yourself, then you start realizing what is resonating with you more, what kind of energies are making you feel more empowered and more excited and more enthusiastic and more driven to keep on doing the things that you want to do from a passionate, joyful, loving place and in which environments you feel like, mm, actually, it's not really exciting me as much. So you become much more attuned to your environment. And another point is, you know, like when carrying forward, like what uh, Ruta was saying that you know, there are a million ways to become a millionaire. And if you choose the right teacher, you will become the millionaire in something that's aligned to you. So if someone is just selling a strategy and you just copy the strategy, you may get that, but do you feel that fulfillment from within? So it's it's very important. Like, Is the goal that you're getting, is the teacher actually teaching you something that feels fulfilling? And when you're taking something in when you're consuming something you know, like is to really start listening for these kinds of things how does it feel inside me is it just feeding my mind or is it feeding 
me at all levels of my soul, my heart, my body is feeling good. And another point on that, when it comes to any consumption, on whether that's a person you're having a conversation with or you're watching a YouTube video or you're reading something, oftentimes what we notice is that people are filling the void with just another video to watch or an inspiring movie to watch or a great book to read. But really, the essence of who you truly are comes from the void of nothingness, of stillness, of spending time in silence, in meditation, in nature, going for a walk, not even having a conversation or maybe having a conversation, but with the right people, because with those people, you have that uh, synergy going on where you basically bounce back ideas and you keep on jumping up and up and up and up instead of just staying at the same level. And that is such an important piece to really identify why you might be consuming stuff instead of just sitting in stillness and creating the space as we spoke in the last episode to be in the right energy as much as possible and you know one of the things that relates to this is that a lot of people are listening to and talking a lot and just saying things that feel good listening to things that feel good and saying things that feel good but that don't actually materialize the reality that they want. So it's so nice to listen to some very, uh, you know, inspiring or, or loving talk of how everything is peaceful and blissful, but how real is it? How much can it actually materialize into your reality? We also talk about, you know, the super conscious, which is the reality of peace and bliss and joy and harmony but it's all related to how to bring that into your passion, into your creations, into your everyday living. So it's not just about, oh, I will listen to this nice talk or this uh, meditation for one hour and I will feel good and the rest of the day is just chaotic and messy. And, you know, I'm at my work and I'm at whatever level I'm at. I'm like, I'm a high level CEO and I'm doing a lot of work. And for one hour a day, I feel good, but the rest of the day, I'm stressed out. No, like how can you, instead of listening to nice things or just saying nice things to people, how can you really embody that state, that frequency to learn that this is a possibility, that at that level, you also don't need to just say nice things or listen to nice things because you just feel good. It's like you're not manufacturing joy anymore. You are joy. You are in joy. So this is a big shift to even just to realize that am I in joy or am I manufacturing joy on a constant basis by consumption and speaking? Am I am I having to put a lot of effort to be in joy and to create joy or am I just in joy? And if you are not, learn from people who are in joy. There are a lot of people who are in joy. We are some of them. There are other people and we have not always been this way. We are here today. We know the journey. That's what we were also talking about. And like people who are there can tell you how to get there because they have not always been living here, but they know the journey of getting here. 
But there are people who can just talk about joy because there are a million books about joy and they can just read, oh, this is what joy sounds like. So I will say it and it will just be empty and people will just listen to empty things and their days will remain the same. Right. And even this morning, we had a conversation exactly about that, where I was reflecting on my own journey that just recently or relatively recently, I I was filled with joy, but that joy was amplified with this almost like artificial joy, which was a combination of real, true, pure joy coming from within, but also amplified in this rather, not, I wouldn't say fake, but like I was acting as if there is more joy than there is for real. And what I noticed who I am today and how I'm embodying that joy today is it's much more calm. There's much more calmness. There is much more peace. There is much more tranquility within myself. And therefore that joy isn't this necessarily bubbly thing that you feel like excited and enthusiastic and you keep on talking and you keep on expressing yourself and you keep on being this like kind of on the edge type of personality where I used to be that person even years ago. I realized it maybe a, a few years ago that I had that bubbly personality mask that this is who Ruta is. This is who Ruti is because that's how everyone sees me. That's how... I am in 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 many ways, but down there, deep within, it wasn't that pure joy. And I wasn't always bubbly. And I was actually putting that fake mask of bubbliness sometimes when I didn't even feel that way. And so I'm sharing this in order to give you also permission that you don't have to exude joy in this typical way of how joy typically looks like on other people. Oftentimes, joy is a very calm place to be. And that goes with all the high-frequency emotions. You know, like the whole talk, the podcast is Buddhas of Passion. And passion, like we were talking in the first episode, has this idea of like very uh, frenetic, high energy and it's obsessive. And, you know, it's like this, oh, I'm determined and I'm passionate and it's very overt. And when all of these emotions become inward, they are super subtle and they're calm. And because you feel it, you don't have to show it. You don't have to prove it. You're not there to wear a mask or to receive validation or to be accepted as the only, like, you know, a lot of people have this program that I will be accepted only if I'm a happy, joyful person. So they have to keep showing and exuding that overt high energy joy, which is manufactured. Whereas if you don't, have all of those programs and you have just settled into this deep joy within yourself the joy of being the joy of living the joy of existing which is not anything to do with the world outside when you have settled into that there is no need to show it and then if you show it or it comes out naturally it's it's just it's it's beautiful it's got a very different uh, way it's also received by people where it's like it just naturally energizes them. Whereas, you know, that manufactured joy can definitely push away a lot of people who are just like, okay, this is too fake for me. And it will only attract people who want that fakeness. You know, like I was saying, you know, everyone just wants to feel good by saying good things and listening to good things and be in this very manufactured energy. But now that there comes a decision in your life, like, do I want to be in manufactured joy, whether it's manufactured by others or myself, 
or do I want to be in this authentic calm joy where there is just beauty and love and simplicity so just wanted to add also on top of that that sometimes that joy is manufactured with substances for example and people drink coffee or smoke something or take something and as you were talking about substances you know, my history is very related to that where i used to be a workaholic and i could work days of 20 hours sometimes even going to 30 35 hours and the way i would be doing that is smoking marijuana all day and there are a lot of people now that you know psychedelics and drugs are being legalized there there is this whole belief that is being developed that microdosing psilocybin or lsd will en- enhance your creativity and it will do this and will bring you into good energy and you will feel joy and you know it will heal your depression all of that and that's great that it can do all of that like i'm talking as a psychedelic veteran i have trained as an ayahuasca retreat facilitator for over 8 years and i have done i have had over 1000 psychedelic experiences so as speaking from a place of experience i also decided to stop psychedelics because i realized that that can become a dependency and there can be this idea installed in the mind that psychedelics are the way to joy whereas if in my opinion if that becomes the reality of someone is become an addiction and i was in that addiction myself and stopping that is when i started finding real joy so it's been a few months that we made the decision to stop all substances entirely and i'm not saying everyone has to do that you could be anywhere on your journey and you know like that's fine wherever you are on your journey if you come to the realization that it's not the substance that's freeing you or helping you but it's actually you and your energy is you who are freeing yourself and the psychedelic the plant whatever it is you're taking is just a tool then you start really empowering yourself and at some point then you start realizing oh i don't need this anymore i have my own joy i am in joy so i don't need to take anything to feel that so it is obviously a process it is a journey we have all been on that journey we are all on that journey the important thing is completion reaching a state of complete that is where joy is when you are complete you are automatically joyful when you're joyful you are complete it's synonymous and if there comes the feeling that i need something to feel joy i need something to complete myself is just to realize okay I right now I feel incomplete. I want to find completeness, and I know that it's not the substance that's going to give it to me. I can take the substance fine, but let me see what is creating the incompleteness in me. Let me see what I can do by even taking the substance to reach that place that I don't need to take the substance again. Let me find completeness and joy within myself, and really, you know, take that lesson or take that. information that has come through now to to reach that destination of joy it is a destination and then the journey is lived from that place so i'm not saying it's destination based thinking it's still an infinite journey but what we are changing is the base of operation is instead of being in that incomplete needy space we are changing our state to joy and completeness 
and the rest of our life journey is lived from that is lived from that high place that joyful place that place of passion right and what i wanted to also address is that substances don't automatically mean there is substances we also talk about like i mentioned coffee for example but it can be so many different things a lot of people are also using exercise or going to the gym as their substance in order to boost themselves again that doesn't automatically mean that it's a bad thing because obviously it also does help you feel good about yourself and like physiologically things are going on in your body that enable you to feel great but the invitation here is to find your way your substance your alignment with something that really fulfills you and is so fitting your personality and what you expect from life and what you expect from yourself that is just in pure union with who you truly are whether that be maybe drinking a lot of water maybe that is drawing maybe that is whatever surrounding yourself with the right people the examples are not as important but really is important is listening to what is singing your song and then doing more of that so that's what i see as a substance what is making you feel like it amplifies the right energy within you the right joy within you instead of manufacturing it in a in a fake artificial way and another very common substance that's becoming more and more common today is meditation and podcasts and youtube videos you know listening to these spiritual teacher and these even music is a substance because a lot of people when they like you know when they're not feeling good they will start playing music to feel good and it works it's great but again it's like you know your joy becomes conditional is not coming from within it's something has to happen outside for me to feel good i oh i love listening to this teacher every time i listen to this teacher i feel great i listen to this podcast or these people and i feel great stop with you know looking for things that make you feel great you become too dependent exactly when you stop looking for things that make you feel great that is when you can actually start feeling great from within and then you don't need anything then if you take anything on the outside it's like a cherry on the cake it's nice to have that but you don't need it anymore so music we listen to music we love music but it's you know at the right time if we feel inspired to listen to music is not we are already feeling great and then the music just comes and enhances and makes it much richer but it's not like oh i'm feeling bad i will listen to music what we do when we feel bad is we go deeper into the silence and we start listening why am i feeling bad am i saying something to myself am i living in an environment which is not conducive to my best my highest self so then when one that once that information comes through then we start changing things so that we can continue living in that high frequency joy so what do you even mean with feeling bad that's something that's important to address too also like that can i think you have some insight on this so <laughs> because I, when you say bad like it's just the human mind mm-hmm. puts a label that it's it's bad to feel angry frustrated sad whatever it is like it is it, so interesting because yesterday you asked me the question do you have a bad day or when is the last time you had a bad day because you never hear me saying i had a bad day 
and i was reflecting back and i was really honestly feeling like i don't actually remember having a bad day or thinking i've had a bad day because that's never how i analyzed my life i never i never judged my life as you know taking the day as a unit and then judging it as good or bad it's just like okay i i was never in that practice so there was an experience which was whatever angry sad painful i feel it all comes down to pain that's the root so i had a painful experience but it was just a painful experience and that may continue into the night and i'm sleeping with that pain and i'm waking up with that pain and it goes on for a few days okay i had a few painful days but are they bad like this for me the whole reality of good and bad is something that has never really deeply touched me like some place inside me has always been free of that and in the last 10 years i've just dropped that concept completely like i don't live in the reality of good and bad and right and wrong because for me it's just it's much more about presence and it's it's what's the point of saying i had a good day or a bad day it doesn't actually change anything. you can even make the most out of a bad day yeah. it's like oh okay i'm just uh, feeling sick and tired or uninspired or uh i don't know i'm angry at my wife or my husband for whatever and it's like okay how can you make the most out of that how can you sit with that and embrace that feeling too and that's where also joy is like beyond all of that when you dig deeper ha huh, what do you think you find you find joy <laughs> and i just want to caveat that by saying that you know we don't even have to like making the most of it doesn't have to come from this place of uh, productivity and optimizing life like oh i had a bad experience let me get the lesson from it like this is a big spiritual culture like everything is a lesson and i must if i get the lesson then it was all worth it sometimes just accept that life is painful the world is what it is and there's a lot of joy and freedom in that there's a liberation in not having to make the most out of everything where you just are like okay this is what life is right now it's painful it's it's sad whatever it is okay fine it will change it will move on but right now this is what it is so i'm just going to be in that for some time and when you really surrender to that when you let go and you stop even trying to make the most out of it things start shifting very quickly because there's no resistance anymore there's no control of the mind anymore that it has to become something it has to mean something it has to you know be defined in a certain way it's just like the the energy gets released much faster when you're not trying to control it and make it productive so that's my insight my experience i love that you bring this point up because so many people are um prolonging the 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 bad feeling simply by resisting them and if you just let them if you just sit with them if you just experience them with your full open heart then sooner than later you will actually release them and they will just fade and that's what it means to live in ebbs and flows where you no longer feel like you have the control or you need to control your emotions instead you're going you you're basically rising riding the wave instead of controlling what the ocean does ocean just does what it does you don't need to control the waves so when you live that way when you accept 
that this is what's happening. I embrace it, it, embrace it fully. I don't need to control it in any way. Then very quickly you will see things will shift tremendously and, and profoundly. And instead of digging deeper and, and diving deeper into that despair or whatever the feeling is, you will start seeing that the sun is coming out from the clouds and things really become much better. And just to ride on that wave, that you know, one of the things we have also quit in the last month, I have, I don't even think you're in it, but I have quit the, the whole healing culture in the spiritual domain because that also, I realized with a lot of help from Ruta was that it just keeps prolonging the, the problem because, oh, I have to understand it and I have to dig deeper and I have to get the lesson from this and I have to blah, blah, blah. And there was this big shift and realization that, you know what, just feel the pain and move on. If there is pain to feel, feel it and move on. And if there isn't, stop looking for the problem because that itself is the mindset that really needs healing is that there is no problem. Life is what it is. Life is great as it is. And you have to make the most out of life instead of trying to fix yourself or whatever you are perfect life is perfect now make the most out of it. stop trying to fix things just it's already fixed it's already great live now live that's the mistake i see a lot of people make in the personal development industry community however you want to call it where people are digging and digging and digging and it's a never-ending story because your shadow, your unconscious and everything that is not in your favor made by your mind is a never-ending story. It's infinite. If you are looking for problems, if you're looking for what to fix, what to repair, what to do in order to get that result, in order to feel better, in order to make more money, in the order to whatever, then it's never, go you will never the, run out of that. The world has an endless supply of problems. So yeah. If you look for problems, there is literally endless problems. And I really love what you're talking about digging. Like instead of digging, 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 build, create. There is a lot of healing and growth in that too. A lot of your your problems will come up in that. A lot of healing will take place in that. So focus on building and creating the world that you want to live in. Be in that world. Be greatness. Be joy. Be passion. And be more of it. If you're already there, be more of it. Which reminds me also, wrapping it all up, shut up, show up. Shut up also means stop complaining. Mm -hmm. Stop blaming, stop pointing fingers all over the place, stop judging yourself, accept life as it is, accept yourself as you are, and accept other people as they are, because you can't control them either. And when you do that, that is when you unlock the door to prosperity, to love, to joy, to an amazing life. That's when you raise your frequency automatically simply because you accept who you are and life as it is and acceptance doesn't mean that you have to continue working or living or doing anything with those people acceptance simply means that you remove the mask the illusion of who a person is 
and you drop the expectations of them being something different, trying to mold them into something different, trying to teach them to get better or whatever it is, you drop everything. Okay, this is who the person is. Do I want, what do I want to do with them? How do I want to interact with them? And that's it. You drop all the obligations, all the compulsions that you're also putting on the other person. You free yourself and find different people if you need to do that. It's painful, it may be difficult, but it's all worth it. So it's about entering into that alignment with yourself where you stop trying to control the world outside and really shift within and start shifting your own frequency. Be the queen and the king and enjoy your life and ride the waves. Perfect. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>